Beat on Audio, the podcast for writers and all who are interested in books, literature and the printed word. Write on Audio has moved to a weekly format, splitting our content into shorter themed podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so you don't miss any of our editions. This is a Write on Audio showcase. Our January showcase has been selected by historical novelist Dan Cross. Dan's first novel, Caesar of Mercenaries, was shortlisted for the 2018 Wilbur Smith Adventure Writing Award, and his second, The Lioness of the Flame, was shortlisted for the same award in 2020. Here's Dan to introduce the showcase. Hello everyone. My name is Dan Cross. I'm an author and a professional manuscript editor and author coach. Through my business, The Open Book Editor, I help authors from all around the world to improve their books and develop their writing skills. I consider my job a real privilege as I am entrusted to read the creative, inspiring works of people of all walks of life. And this too is why I feel so honoured to have been invited to select the pieces of this month's edition of Write On Audio. The theme this month is contrast and, more specifically, how there are two sides, at least, to everything. This feels appropriate as we begin the new year. Times are tougher at the moment than they have been for a very long time. And to those of you struggling, I urge you to contact Citizen Advice or your local council for assistance. And of course, rally around friends and loved ones for support. People were never meant to face these types of challenges alone, so neither should you. But we find a silver lining to every cloud. And January is also the perfect time to think about what is to come. With a new year comes a new hope and a chance to find positive opportunities. A message that is perfectly encapsulated in our first poem, Weeds Unwilled, by Patsy Middleton. It seemed the sun's rays touched the lawn with gold As dandelions shone bright in the long grass How my breath caught with wonder when I gazed on a dazzling display Nought could surpass They say this flower is a noxious weed and kill it when it dares to grow unbid. But I say, let them grow and glow to please. Surprise with brightness under sheltering trees. Who is to say what's a flower and what is weed? Why not take joy in something growing wild? The modest daisy, buttercup and bluebell are all considered something they must quell. To each his own, I dare say to the skilled. I will go on, enjoying weeds unwilled. In the spirit of our theme, Contrast, I've chosen some more Morbose entries next, so that we might experience the full range of emotions together. The Circle of Grief is a microfiction about the cruel nature of dementia. Author Thomas Nixon uses very few words to perfectly illustrate the tragic, Sisyphean nature of the relationships of those afflicted with the illness and the people that care for them. Afterwards, you will hear Abathan Angels by Tammy Griffiths which recalls the terrible disaster that befell the Welsh village in 1966 with devastating effect. 
Not only is the tragedy made more poignant by the poem's cheerful beginning, but the piece ends with hope that souls are reunited in heaven, and perhaps that communities touched by tragedy can lift themselves out of despair when its members come together to support each other. The Circle of Grief My dad had dementia. Awful, awful disease. First it took his mind, and then it took his dignity. But the cruelest thing of all, Graham said with a pointed finger, is that it refused to take his life. He left that till the very end. I know, Karen said, taking his hand as she scooted her chair closer. But let's not talk about that. She looked back at her dad with a glowing smile. How's your week been? There was a more than brief silence before Graham turned his gaze back to her and spoke once again. My dad had dementia. Awful, awful disease. Sons and daughters, sisters and brothers skip off to school, shouting goodbye to their mothers. Just a regular day, nothing unusual about playing in the play yard, regular screams and shouts. The bell is sounded and we all gather in, to assembly we go, as school begins. We listen and pray, we listen and sing, we always start with a beautiful hymn. Just minutes later we skip off to class, settle down quickly for class to start. Just as we settle, a slight rumble we hear. We all look around, a moment we steal, to see what the noise is and where it came from. But as quick as it starts, the rumble has gone. We are told to settle, there's nothing to fear. But all of a sudden, the rumble, we feel. There's just a second to see a concerned look on her face, then the teacher yells and our hearts start to race. Something is wrong, we know it for sure, we scramble from our desks but can't make the door. For the rumble we felt is now a thunderous roar, as the class is engulfed in slurry and more. There's nothing to hear but this horrific sound. We drop to our bellies, faces to the ground. It's loud, dark and scary, dark, dirty and heavy. It happened so fast, no one could have been ready. Our world fell silent. No pain do we feel. Our bodies we leave. Our souls reveal. We rise together. Reconnect as one. Return home to heaven. A new journey has begun. We began this podcast with a poem of hope, experienced tragedy together, and now return to something more positive with a piece that speaks to this same journey. Raymond Miles' The Homecoming is a delightful description of what it was like for a sailor to come home after so long at sea. 
The poem captures how much more beautiful it is to return to a familiar and safe space after facing hardships. The homecoming. The ship sails stately up the sound. The mainsail set, she's homeward bound. The captain stands on deck, now proud. He's brought them back, as he had vowed. The crew are working, but they know there's just a few more hours to go. For twelve long months they've been away. Now finally has come the day when children see their father's face, when sweethearts can their bow embrace. The flags are out on ship and shore, there's garlands hung round every door. The harbour's thronged as people wait, the buzz of conversations great. Another mile and she'll be there, the berth awaits, the weather's fair, the timbers creak as if to say, we've done our work. Now let us stay at home a while and give us rest. We've kept them safe and done our best. There's precious cargo in the hold, which once at market will be sold. The wagons wait upon the quay and soon upon the road they'll be. She rounds the point, the sails are furled. Around the bow the water's swirled. She inches closer, then she's held. Make those ropes fast! The mate has yelled, and then at last her motion stilled, the gangway's out, her charge fulfilled. She's home again, home from the sea, and finally her spirit's free. With this beautiful image in our minds, let's close as we began, with a message of hope for the future. With Christmas and New Year's over, January and February, especially for those of you in the UK, can be challenging months at the best of times. But Patsy Middleton's sonnet number one of the year 2022 reminds us that behind even the greyest clouds, blue sky and bright sunshine await us. Here I sit and wait the day's bright dance. Will it be as the others, stretching dull? Or will life change and get a second chance and make what's gone before become quite null? The grey sky deadens and smashes every nerve and presses on my soul to keep me down. It stifles all the wonder of life's verve. Winter drags us on and brings a frown. The creased brow forms an ugly line. But now the sun breaks through the viscous cloud. Blue appears and lifts the sullen time. I shout and clap my hands and laugh aloud. The sun, I cry, with shoots of spring green woods. The day begins again in a new moon. I hope you've enjoyed my selections for you all this month. Once again, it is a privilege to read such talented writers. I only wish we had more time so I could choose even more wonderful and unique works to be performed. I commend everyone's bravery for sharing their creative writing with our international audience and urge any of you on the fence about submitting a piece to do so. We at WriteOn can't wait to support you. Have a wonderful 2023, folks. 
Thank you to Dan Cross for selecting and introducing this showcase. You can find out more about Dan by visiting his website, dan-cross.com. We'll post a link in the show notes. The pieces you heard were Weeds Unwilled by Patsy Middleton, The Circle of Grief by Thomas Nixon, Abavan Angels by Tammy Griffiths Palmer, The Homecoming by Raymond Miles, Sonnet Number no. One of the Year 2022 by Mary Walsh, and the readers were Sally Walker Taylor and Chris Gregory. Join us next week for an interview with novelist Jessica Andrews. We're always delighted to read your contributions. So if you'd like to see your words in Write On or hear them on this podcast, please get in touch. We'll share this link and all others mentioned in today's podcast as part of our show notes. I've been Tiffany Clare and you've been listening to Write On Audio. Write On Audio is produced by Chris Gregory and it's an alternative stories production for pen to print. 